Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Sage Rush Spotlight Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick McNabb, here to give you the most recent news from the Nevada Sage Rush website. As always, don't forget to read all of the articles on our website to give the writers the credit that they're due, as well as in case I missed anything. With that being said, I'm your host, Patrick McNabb. Welcome to the Sage Rush Spotlight. On November 10th, a strong smell of gas was reported on the University of Nevada, Reno campus. At 10.13 p.m., students and faculty received a text regarding the smell. Multiple dorms were evacuated. A second text was sent at 10.26 p.m. reporting that a temporary shelter was being set up at the Pennington Student Achievement Center for those who had to evacuate their dorms. At 11.27 p.m., students and faculty received an all-clear message. The smell of gas is suspected to have been caused by a procedure where gas lines were being odorized in an area north of campus, which led to the smell across campus and much of Reno. This story was written by Nevada Sagebrush Assistant News Editor Nick Stewart. Al Stavitsky, the Dean of the Reynolds School of Journalism since 2012, announced in February of 2023 that he will be stepping down as Dean but remain as a faculty member at the university. In light of this, a search for a new Dean for the RSJ has been underway. As of November 14th, this search was narrowed down to four candidates. The first, Mark Horvitt, is currently a professor at the University of Missouri in Columbia. He also serves as the chair for the journalism professions faculty. He teaches investigative reporting and is the director of the school's state government's reporting programs. Previously, Corvett held the executive director position at Investigative Reporters and Editors and the National Institute for Computer-Assisted Reporting. During that time, he provided training in investigative reporting and data journalism globally. Corvett had a 20-year career in journalism prior to his role at the IRE. He has served as a reporter and editor in cities such as Corpus Christi, Texas, Fort Worth, Texas, Columbia, Missouri, and Charlotte, North Carolina. The next candidate is Aaron Chimble, who is the current dean and tenured professor at the Jandoli School of Communications at St. Bonaventure. University. He specializes in video and digital journalism. Previously, he has taught journalism at the Texas Christian University's Bob Schieffer College of Communication. Before switching to teaching full-time, he was a working journalist in Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas and Waco, Texas. He was also a producer for Texas Cable News. He has produced two documentaries and has won five Emmy Awards in advanced media. The next candidate is Jessica Redis, who has been the director of the University of Arizona's School of Journalism since 2022. She is also the director of their Masters in Bilingual Journalism program. She has worked as a journalist in Mexico, Peru, and Spain for more than two decades for multiple papers and broadcast news outlets. With more than three decades of teaching experience in three countries, she has also taught a wide range of undergraduate and graduate courses at California State University Northridge in both English and Spanish. The final candidate is G.W. Yoon, who is the current associate dean of the RSJ and the only internal candidate. His research focuses on social psychological aspects of media and communication. From 2016 to 2021, Yoon was the director for the Center of Advanced Media Studies at the university. Prior to this, he was faculty at Bowling Green State University for 13 years. His project topics include healthcare advertising in local media, machine bias in information production and consumption, and local media agenda setting on immigration stories. The decision for the new dean is expected to be announced by the end of this semester. This story was written by Nevada Sagebrush Assistant News Editor Nick Stewart. 
On October 9th, Democratic presidential candidate Marianne Williamson came to the UNR campus to speak about her campaign in front of the Matthewson Ike Knowledge Center. Around 20 to 30 students gathered in front of the library to hear Williamson talk about her answers to questions on topics such as college tuition rates, LGBTQ+, the Latinx community, and the Israel-Hamas war. The conversation lasted for about an hour. According to the Washington Post, the Democratic Party said that they will, quote, support Biden's re-election and that the party, quote, has no plans to sponsor primary debates. To this, Williamson said, quote, the Democratic Party should be supporting, not thwarting the Democratic process. The DNC has decided that Joe Biden is their candidate. That is very undemocratic. Williamson came to campus to look for Gen Z students to support her if they liked her campaign, asking students to, quote, make noise about funding a Democratic debate. Some of Williamson's main running points are a, quote, economic U-turn for our country, implementing universal health care, creating free state college and technical schools, declaring this country in a state of climate emergency, canceling student loan debt, ending the war on drugs, and more. This story was written by Nevada Sagebrush News Editor Jaden Young. With the conclusion of the news section, we're going to be taking a short break to catch our breath and reflect on the news. I'm your host, Patrick McNabb. You're listening to the Sagebrush Spotlight. On October 26th, the Wolfpack women's soccer team faced their in-state rival UNLV in their last conference match of the season. The game immediately started with multiple goal attempts from both teams. It wasn't until the 13th minute when Emily Rich was able to head the ball in. Unfortunately, offsides was called and the point did not count. The Wolfpack tallied three shots on goal in the first half while the Rebels had seven. Only one yellow card was called against UNLV defender Gabby Cameron in the 38th minute. The second half started with multiple corner kicks from both teams, with the four from the Rebels and seven from the Wolfpack. The first goal of the game came from UNLV midfielder Trinity Buchanan in the 64th minute. Despite having seven shots on goal in the second half, Nevada was unable to find the back of the net, losing the game 1-0. This was their final match of the regular season. This story was written by Nevada Sagebrush Volunteer Sports reporter Lily Walker. On October 29th, the UNR women's soccer team traveled to Laramie, Wyoming to face the Boise State Broncos in the Mountain West Tournament. This was the first tournament match the Wolfpack has played in since 2013. In the first half, Boise fired 11 shots on goal, two of which met the back of the net. In the 16th minute, Boise State forward Kenzie McMillan scored the first goal, while the second goal was scored at the 34th minute by Boise State midfielder Sophie Drown. In the first half, Nevada was only able to take four shots on goal. Neither team was able to score in the second half, but Boise State was able to rack another 11 11 shots on goal, while Nevada had 7. Each team was given one yellow card in the match, with Nevada defender Gabby Brown at the 64th minute and Boise defender Peyton McBride receiving a yellow card at the 72nd minute. This loss ended the Nevada women's soccer season with a final record of 6 wins, 10 losses, and 5 ties overall, and a conference record of 4 wins, 6 losses, and 1 tie. This story was written by Nevada Sagebrush Volunteer Sports Reporter Lily Walker. Be sure to check our website for more from our arts and entertainment editor, Paragon Hart. And that's going to bring this episode of the Sagebrush Spotlight to a close. Don't forget to read all of the articles on our website and make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Nevada Sagebrush, as well as following me on Instagram at Patrick.McNab and Twitter at PatrickMcNab underscore. The next episode of the Sagebrush Spotlight will be out in two Fridays, December 1st. If you celebrate, have a happy Thanksgiving. This week's Song of the Week is... Suicide Saturday by Hippocampus. I've been your host, Patrick McNabb. Thanks for listening to the Sagebrush Spotlight. See ya.